Are you ready for some high adventure coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network? The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Once again, Decoder Ring Theater presents another page from the casebook of that master of mystery, that sultan of sleuthing, Martin Bracknell's immortal detective, Black Jack Justice, starring Christopher Mott as Jack and Andrea Lyons as Trixie Dixon, girl detective. The name is Justice. Jack Justice. Forgive me if I enjoy the present tense a little too much, rolling the is around on my tongue as though it were a fine wine, or at least a form of the verb to be which is due to be replaced by the less warm and fuzzy was at any moment. The fact of the matter is that although I am still walking and talking, I am a dead man. I suppose we all are if you think about it, but I am being a touch more literal than is my usual want. I suppose the end seems perfectly logical when you stop and think about it, though it certainly could have been less dramatic. That would have been fine. Nice to think that one merits a degree of melodrama, but when it comes down to the pinch, it sounds more fun than it actually is. I never really stopped along the way to consider the ending I would have picked. Some folks do. It seems like kind of a silly exercise, really, though I do find myself quite suddenly a big fan of the now unavailable option years from now, peacefully, in my sleep. All of this is at least somewhat beside the point. The point is, I still have a job to do. One last thing to put right before they put me in the ground, and I don't have more than a handful of seconds to do it in. The cliches are true. It really does start to feel like slow motion. I can feel them to the left and right of me in the semi-darkness. Feel them circling and closing in as I step closer to the light. They think that they are the killers. And they are. But they are jackals circling a tiger. And I don't say that out of any sense of pride in the fact, or illusions about my ultimate survival. Fact is, I am a killer. More so than by simple qualification of having killed people. Uncle Sam taught me, and he taught me good. I was better at it than I've been at anything else, before or since. And at moments like this, I feel it in my veins, like cold, liquid steel. Everything else just drops away. Fear, reason, yesterday, tomorrow. Everything except the jackals in the darkness and the one thing I still need to do. Just them. Just me. Maybe that's the way it ought to be. I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? You came in late. Don't worry, you have time. The spaces between seconds feel like an eternity. You go back to yesterday and catch up. But don't dawdle. I might not be here when you get back. You ready, Justice? Yeah, I'm ready. Justice and Dixon, where your tenth murder is half price. Oh, somebody feels chipper this morning. Oh, hello, Dot. I suppose I am. 
What was his name? I suppose I really should have asked, shouldn't I? Trixie! I'm pretty sure you know that I was kidding. Oh, I know. I don't mean to sound like my mother. You can't escape it, I guess. I try to sound more like my Uncle Larry. Why? What does he sound like? No idea. He was a black sheep of the family. We didn't talk about him. <laughs> You're terrible. Oh, this is not what I have recently been told. Are you seriously not going to dish? Nah, I don't kiss and tell. Why not? The reality is always far less exotic than people's imaginations. You've probably invented someone more interesting for me already. I suppose I have. It's all that pent-up fantasy caused by wasting your considerable talents on old what's-his-name. Can I have the phone now? Can't be good for you. Can I have the phone, please? Oh, it's plenty good. Believe me. Ugh. Nightmares. Here he is. Hello, Angel. I like that. It's like we're characters in one of those corny movies. First of all, I object to the term corny. On the grounds that it's too accurate? Something like that. You back at your place? Finally sprung after a week of night shifts. Imagine my surprise when you weren't on my doorstep waiting for me to amuse myself with. Last time I tried that, I got the notion you'd rather get some sleep. Where did you get that impression? From the way you told me to get the hell out and let you get some sleep. You should have been a detective. It has been remarked. Sometimes I need to be entertained before I sleep. It's not always easy to tell those times from the other times. That must be difficult for you. You have no idea. Should I leave the hen house to Trixie and rush over? No, I think I'm finally winding down. I'll be asleep by the time you get here. Hmm, so the purpose of this call was simply to get me hot and bothered? Misery loves company. I'll see you tonight. That sound you hear is me outside your window with a lute. Good night, Sir Gwen. Good morning, Princess. What are you looking at? The biggest example of dumb luck yet recorded by modern man. That's tough, but fair. Quit smiling, would you? You'll ruin a face full of perfectly good scowl lines. How will my smiling ruin your face? Hey, careful, you'll break a window. And I am not cleaning that up. You astonish me. Jackie? Jackie? Oh, there you are. And the day officially goes down the drain. Morning, Freddy. How's legitimate business? How's what? Oh, <laughs> I get you. It's fine, thank you for asking. Legitimate business is fine. <laughs> is somebody here? Official-like? Not unless the dog is taking a second job. Then what do you want to ask me a question like that for? It's an outrage, I tells you. Have some coffee, Fred. No, I haven't, Jack. In fact, I could use some. I just happen to have a cup right here. Oh, well, that is a happy coincidence. What's in your bonnet, Frederick? How do you mean? He means you ran in here like that was a task you were physically capable of, and you haven't made sense for more than three consecutive seconds since you did. Now tell us what your problem is so I can tell you that I don't care and we can all get on with our day. Um, well, the thing is, it ain't exactly my problem. Not exactly. Exactly whose problem is it then, Freddie? And do they have thirty nine ninety nine a day? Plus expenses. Plus expenses. What? No, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Jackie. Oh, well, if it doesn't matter, then have a seat. Would you like a croissant? A what? Are there any? No, but there might have been. And wouldn't that have been nice? Stop distracting him with food or he'll never go away. Freddy? What? What is it? What is what? You know what? I take it all back. Let's just shoot him. That's tough but fair. Frederick, have you anything to say before we pass sentence? Rick Morales. What an odd thing to say, isn't it? Jack? What? You kind of dropped out mid-banter there. Yeah. Rick Morales. Yeah? He got out. Yeah. Tuesday. I just found out. I tried to call, but it wasn't open yet. And okay. Then... It's okay, Fred. All right. Make me ask. Who in the hell is Rick Morales? Nobody. 
He's nobody. Yeah, now he is. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, he was kind of a high roller, quick with a gun. He used a razor. All right, too. Fred. That was a long time ago. I'm sure that Morales is forgotten. I am somewhat less than sure. Okay, I hate you both. What happened 15 years ago, she asked, simply dying to know. I sent him up the river. And shot his brother. I also did that, yes. I shot his brother. And his sister. Well, yes, but she was asking for it. And him, too. Yes, I shot him a little bit. Obviously not enough. The thought had occurred to me, yes. And his cat. For the record, I did not shoot the cat. That was Tom Fellows. I am sure that Morales will take that into consideration. I feel certain that you are right. Perhaps he will just kill you once. That is my hope, yes. Okay. I may have to take the rest of the day off. I'll get my hat. No. I don't want you in this. I don't want me in this, but I want everyone else in this even less. Stay here. Oh, that's a great idea. I'll just stay here, because I'm sure your apparently deadly enemy won't ask around and find your business address and find me sitting here and make several inaccurate and disgusting assumptions about who the damned attractive blonde is in the office. Yeah, I'll just stay here. I like this plan. She said she's staying, but she's putting on a hat. And her guns. And her guns, yes. I noticed this. Dames, who can figure them? Jack was quiet the whole drive down to one police plaza. This was pleasant enough in its own right, but given the context, it seemed less than convenient. He was clearly taking Rick Morales seriously, but was there a reason or was he just being stupid? Jack didn't turn white over just anything, but that didn't mean he wasn't just an idiot, too. Clearly, I needed the kind of calm and sober perspective that only a senior police official could bring to bear. Great Caesar's ghost! What are you doing here? Rick Morales is out! Okay. Sure. Sure, Morales is out. What am I supposed to do, go into hiding? What to do if you had any brains? Give my men a couple of days to pin something on him to break his parole. You're having him followed? Yes! Well, no. Oh, good. He dropped off our radar when he hit the city. Of course he did. Stop! He's a slippery fish. Nobody knows that better than you. I got men in his trail, and I know everything he's up to. A few hours after he does it. Damn. Swell. Listen, Justice, just go home and sit tight. Or better yet... Go to a hotel, check in under a fake name, and sit tight. Oh, better yet, drive a couple hours out of the city, check into a hotel under a phone. Yeah, okay, I get it. Thanks. Look, Sabian, off on a side, how big a deal is this guy, really? You never told her? What was to tell? For Pete's sakes, one of you tell her now. We never pinned Ricardo Morales for half of what he actually did. If we had, he'd have never made parole, or more likely he'd have fried for it, and that would be the end. He was a big shot. But not the kind that buys a big house and pretends he's legit. Morales was hands-on. He ran half of the downtown, the other half was scared to death of him. Some pretty serious types, too. Yeah, but all that was a long time ago. The kind of place he's been in doesn't make a guy go mellow with age. Breaks you or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you come out a solid ball of hate. Well, bully for the judicial system. Okay, but he's not a high roller anymore and he runs nothing. He's not going to step out of the big house and put the band back together in a day. Not in a day, not in a year. Downtown belongs to other interests now, and they won't take a chance on Morales. Corsetti's boys will put a hole in his head fast enough. Hey, maybe we could lead Morales to Corsetti. Yeah, just one problem with that. Corsetti kind of hates you, too. Corsetti does, in fact, hate me, too. Not as much, but enough to wait till after Morales is done with me to take him out. Well, that's just great. Things haven't been that good for most of Morales' boys since he went away. 
Most of them never caught on with one of the other gangs in a big way. He won't have trouble putting together all the team he needs. Look, this is stupid. This guy has a criminal empire to rebuild and a gang war to start. What makes you so sure he's going to throw that away coming after Flattop? You know why Rick Morales missed his last two chances at parole? He told the board that when he got out, he was going to kill Jack Justice. Apparently, they frowned upon this. He said that twice? Because once seems like a bad idea. Yeah. He seemed pretty excited about the prospect. Good times. You are listening to Blackjack Justice from DecoderRingTheater.com. People have tried to kill me before, of course. Some in the impersonal, if still grim, manner of the battlefield. Some more directly, in smaller arenas scattered throughout the city. A career full of trials by combat, and I was still alive. Should have known it couldn't last. The thing is, most of the time, when somebody took a shot at me, it was in aid of something else. I will kill this private eye, and then no one will know that I absconded with the church funds and tied little Nell to the railroad tracks, blah ha ha. That kind of thing. But not Morales. Not today. There was no scheme for me to thwart, no truth to reveal, no card in the stacked deck that I could play to make his mission obsolete. Revenge is its own reward. Yet another truth the old wives never got around to, the little darlings. Well, this has been a kind of a waste of a day. Can you not do that? Do what? Breeze into a room I haven't checked it, like we're at some kind of springtime social. Jack, if I can't walk into my own office and flop at my own poor little desk without hiding in the hallway while you search the filing cabinets for swarthy Latin types, we should really just save the time and trouble and shoot each other right now. You're joking. This is serious. You're darn tootin' it serious. I've worn out a perfectly good pair of stockings today. We've talked to every contact we have, every snitch that'll speak to us, every favor we haven't called in yet, and nobody knows a thing about Morales. Maybe he's left town. No. He's here. He's under a rock somewhere waiting for me to make a mistake. Well, history suggests that it isn't going to be a long wait, so at least that's something. Come on, King. You want to go outside? Come on. Once Mama sits down, she isn't going to get up for a while, baby. Get up. How did you make this dog so lazy? Hang on, I'll come with. The dog does not require a studio audience for the show he is about to put on. And I don't need an escort unless you can line one up a heck of a lot more interesting to look at than you. If a heavily armed girl can't walk a lazy dog in her own neighborhood, I don't know what this city is coming to. Yeah, that's great. I'll come with. You better get that. Probably Freddy. With everybody we've talked to, trust Freddy to have news first. I trust Freddy as far as I can throw him without herniating myself. Justice and Dixon. Hello, Jack. Who's this? You offend me, Justice. Fifteen years is all it took for you to forget the sound of my voice. Morales. There it is. We could not be kept apart, you and me. We have a destiny. That's a real interesting way to look at it. Sure, maybe you don't see it, Jack. You've moved on. For you, everything has changed. Except you are still a two-bit peeper with no future. Your concern for my career prospects is touching. I was being a little more literal than usual. Now, where did you go and learn a great big word like that? Oh, Justice. I have thought about this day so many times. Anything I can say will sound like nothing. The words are inadequate. The moment is too small. I need a bigger stage for my revenge. What did you have in mind? You remember the Rialto, Justice? The Rialto? 
They closed that place down years ago. Such a shame. Never would have happened if I were still running downtown. Nice big stage there, don't you think? I don't get what you're after, Morales. You think I'm just going to walk into a deserted theater to get shot just on your say-so? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I think. (laughs) Nuts to you. You want me, come and get me. No, I don't think so. You were always too good, and my boys look pretty rusty to me. I think you will come to me. This is a real novel line. Why should I? Ah, So glad you asked. I hear you've been looking for me, Justice. You have been asking around. Well, I've been asking about you too. Somebody wants to talk to you. Jack? Dot? Holy hell. Dot, what happened? Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm sorry. I I I never heard them coming. Dot, have they hurt you? Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just... I'm fine. She's a tough one, Jack. Not tough like you. If I let my boys get rough with her, she'd crack soon enough. But she's brave. I see why you like her. I'm gonna eat your heart, Morales. No, Justice. That is not what you are going to do. I'm gonna pull your arms off and beat you to death with your own fists! Ah, just like the old times. Except now, Jack Justice has something to lose. Something he cannot live without. Something worth dying for, no? What do you want, Morales? I want you to walk in the stage door at the Rialto in one hour, Jack. Alone. Front doors are locked and chained and barred and watched by Fat Carlos with a shotgun. So don't get cute. You will walk into the darkness and give yourself to me. And I will let the pretty nurse live. A life for a life, yes? Yes. One hour, my friend. I see you then. And there it is. There it was. Nothing left now but the ringing of footsteps in a great, dark, empty hall, and the dull laughter of those jackals waiting in the darkness. I made my way through the wings at a hangman's pace. There was no need to hurry. This wasn't that sort of party. I stepped out onto the creaking floorboards of the Rialto's decaying stage. There was a single bulb hanging in the air. Just beyond the pool of light it cast, I could see a shape that could only be Dot, tied to a chair. She was near the edge of the stage, by the drop-off into the orchestra pit. She was meant to be the prize that I would never be able to reach. The last fight that I could never win. That sounded about right. In the semi-darkness around the pool of light, I could see the jackals more clearly. Six of them. Older. Softer. But once upon a time, all heavy hitters on behalf of Rick Morales. Fat Carlos was conspicuously absent. Either he was by the front door like Morales said, or he and his 300 pounds had dropped dead years ago. Didn't seem to matter much right at the moment. In the center of the pool of light, there he was. The master showman, ready for the show he had been dreaming of. The death of Jack Justice. Act 5, scene 1. You ready, Justice? Yeah, I'm ready. The forty-five is a nice piece, Jack. You wear it well. But there's no way you can win this fight. 
And if you fight, she dies. Dot, you okay, honey? I'm fine. Be careful. I'm not here to be careful. And I'm not here to fight. Jack, what are you doing? Be quiet, Dot. I just needed to hear your voice, that's all. Jack, don't do this! I said be quiet. You have to trust me, Angel. That's very touching. I didn't think you were capable of it, Justice. Let her go. Why should I? Because it's the only way you get me without a fight. Maybe I don't mind a little bit of a fight. And it would only be a little bit. Don't you believe it! What the hell? You watch the front and you watch the back. But you didn't watch the old skylights! Another skirt, Jack? Is this the famous girl detective up in the catwalks? You're dead too, sweetheart. There's no way out of here that isn't through my boys. That was my plan. And she didn't come alone. Two of you up there. You think you're real cute, don't you? I kinda do, yeah. Theo, did you just step on my line? Shut up or I'll paddle your fanny till it's baboon red. Oh, Theo! Is it warm in here or is it just me? This is adorable. But we're not playing a bedroom farce tonight. Speak for yourself. What is this? This is a stacked deck, Morales. If you'll draw your attention to the high fly tower, you'll find Police Detective Nelson with a sniper rifle. How are things, Nelson? Just fine, Mr. Justice, but I think it works better if they don't know where I am. Duly noted. Nelson is a crack shot at the best of times, Morales. You'll never even get a shot that high. You think I'm afraid of you and your cronies? Who are you calling cronies, convict? And the man in box one with the machine gun makes his entrance. Yeah, yeah, I ain't a sharpshooter like Nelson, but the Thompson here uses a lot of bullets. And you look pretty pinned down there from where I stand. It's prisoner or box, Morales, which one? You think you can take me, pig? Carlos! Carlos, get in here! What was that? I'll tell you what that wasn't. It wasn't a shotgun. That means Elf McKinney has a lobby. And if you think we didn't leave a surprise for you at the stage door, you're kidding yourself. Justice, what is this? You coward! You picked the terms, Morales. You left me alive long enough to talk to every gun I know and an hour to get as many of them as I could over here. You know what that means? It means you lose. This is supposed to be between you and me. Yeah. That's why you called your thugs in and kidnapped my girl. Yeah. Well, that's why she dies now, big man. She... What the hell? She's clear! We see it! So now what, Morales? You and your boys put yourself into a box with no way out. One way out, hero. Doesn't have to be like this. For me, it does. Boy! Light him up! Hold it! Did we get him? I think we got him and the horse they rode in on. Let's get down there. Everybody okay? I think I got a little blister on my trigger finger. Get down here! Yes, sir. Dot! Dot! Freddy! Take it easy, Jackie. We're right here. Dot! Jack! Good work, Freddy. Wasn't nothing. Once I heard Miss Dot's voice where it was coming from, it was simple to sneak up the orchestra pit and and untie her. And then we took cover under the stage, emerging dramatically through yonder trapdoor. Yeah, and then you shot everybody. Uh, no, that was you guys. Right. So you are still talking why exactly? Ah, point taken. Theo, go check on Alf, would you? Sure thing. Did he just pat you or took us in a proprietal manner? Shut up. And what if he did? And shut up. Morales? Dead. Very dead. This is gonna be some paperwork, I can tell you that. Sorry. 
And thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we didn't do it for you. Good night, Miss Dorothy. Nelson, hurry up and get down here. You're in charge of this scene. I'm getting coffee. Thank you, Victor. Thank you all. You... you killed... Wow, look at how many people you killed. Only because there weren't more. Did you just send Theo out to check on Alf? What if they compare notes? They could write an epic novel that no one would believe, but everyone would read. Still, I'd better break that up. See you, kids. Thank you, Trixie. Yep. All's well that ends well. Freddy? Yes? Oh, (laughs) I get you. Right. See you later, Jackie. You okay? You came for me. I did. You brought an army. I happen to have one lying around. But you'd have come even if you didn't. I'd have thought of something. You usually do. I always will. You believe me? I do. Hold that thought just a minute, would you? I have to wrap something up. And that was the end of Jack Justice as I had always known him. And I've never been more glad to see somebody go. I really haven't. Blackjack Justice, episode 53, The Late Mr. Justice, was written and directed by Greg Taylor and starred Christopher Mott and Andrea Lyons, with additional voices supplied by Peter Nickel, Michael Booth, Julie Florio, Kevin Robinson, Hans Messerschmidt, and Greg Taylor. This recording and the story, characters, and situations depicted within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. Until next time, remember, DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday... Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bad Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.